Welcome back to the Nolan Finley Show. I'm Kelly Cobb in studio with Nolan Finley and Martin Patton is on the board. And of course, every Monday we talk Cranes Detroit business with Chad Live and Good. Chad, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. So what are you writing about this week? You had a splashy column that I thought was fascinating on uh, lowering uh, auto insurance costs if you work for someone that provides health insurance. Uh, tell us about your piece. So just a little bit of understanding for people. Um, in this debate right now in auto insurance, it all centers around containing lowering costs and specifically implementing like a fee schedule mandated by the state mm-hmm. to put certain payments on, you know, so we don't have these $5,000 MRIs that cost $500 for, for Blue Cross Blue Shield or some other health insurer that negotiates rates. But in, within our system, we actually do have a, a, a mechanism for cost containment. It's called coordination of benefits, where you elect as a, as an, as a driver to ha- if your insurance company will cover your health insurance, you elect to have that, that, that your health insurance pay your medical bills first um, in the case of, in, the, in the event that you're in an auto accident, and that utilizes. Blue Cross Blue Shields or Aetna or, or Sigma's uh, existing health network and existing negotiated price schedule, that brings down the cost of auto insurance. Not every employer allows this, though. And I got a, I got a copy of a list that Citizens Insurance, uh, a company of America, uses uh, to price out because uh, uh, insurance plans because they give you they give you a discount if you if you um, uh, if you coordinate your plan, the discount kind of varies. There's no real rhyme or reason or or set amount, uh, but they do give you a discount. And, and among these employers on here I, that I found was Quicken Loans uh, mm-hmm. does not allow coordination of benefits. Um, Seventeen thousand employees working in downtown Detroit, Detroit's largest employer. And it, and it so happens to be that that uh, the um, the chairman and founder of Quicken Loans, Dan Gilbert, is essentially waging a war right now to repeal or get rid of auto no fault law. Right. And so I found this kind of interesting that you know it, it, Gilbert actually could be doing something to lower his own employees' auto insurance costs if they were if they were allowed to coordinate their benefits, and they don't. I, I, you know, I, I spoke to the company about this, and then they, you know, they, they gave a statement, kind of a fiery statement, calling the no-fall insurance law a scam. Um, Gilbert himself has been pretty hot about uh, the medical costs surrounding uh, the, the uh, plaintiffs' attorneys who pursue these lawsuits that we thought, talked about last week, uh, and and so um, they, they didn't really, you know, of course, were really really. Uh, happy about my piece, but um, but it was trying to point out here that there's something that employers themselves could be doing uh, to lower auto insurance costs for their own employees. Right. And so as it stands right now, I guess it depends plan to plan, but are we double paying for the coverage that we would get if we were in an accident? Does that come out of both your health insurance and your auto insurance? How do, How would that work? Well, it's it's messy, and not, not every plan um, allows coordination. If they do allow coordination, they, they only allow it to be the secondary payer, not the primary payer. Um, I mean, what I found from this uh, this little uh, story, just trying to dig into this issue, mm-hmm. this this system is is pretty messy. There's not even a guaranteed you know set amount. 
they can't guarantee you're going to get 10% off your insurance, your auto insurance, if you coordinate and use your health care. Um, but also, when you do, when you coordinate, you you actually forego no fault medical benefits, um, and some of those generous uh, health care benefits yeah. that we've talked about, you 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 forego some of them um, up front in order to get this discount. And I've, I've seen discounts um, as little as. 10 bucks a month. Um, so, and then the state, at the same time, the state insurance department knows, knows really nothing about this. They, they, they don't collect any information from insurers about how many coordinated plans there are. They don't have any kind of standard for what is a reasonably reduced, um, or the, 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 the terminology in law is appropriately reduced. They have no sort of standard for what is appropriately reduced. So it's kind of a, like a lot of this no fault law. It's kind of a wild west uh, where you just you, you kind of um, there's no regulatory uh, structure in place to ensure you get kind of a, a you know this this you know a, a sizable savings and and then there's um, and interesting enough in this this list I got from from an, an agent at Citizens Insurance it's a couple of years old and I found errors in this thing but the agents use this to deny people the discount um, and and Penske Corporation for example um, they they were on the list and I contacted them about it and they said no we do coordinate and we asked citizens to take us off this list and they haven't done it um and so it, it's not been kind of like i said wild west where there's there's sort of no enforcement uh and there's just sort of this lax uh regulation at the same time it is a structure that it, if we if we get rid of no fall no fall which is what dan gilbert is now um uh, right. advocating for right. um and going to become a tort state like ohio um, where you basically can just buy yourself uh, personal injury protection, what is known as PIP choice, is what Mayor Mike Duggan is pushing as well. Um, if we go to that system, um, we will have de facto coordination of benefits where your, your, health, your health insurer will have to stand in and, and cover those costs. Right. And if they don't cover it, you know, you know, then it's either um, if, if you're, you know, you know, low income, you'll be on Medicare. If you're a senior, or if you're a senior and on Medicare, you're a low income adult, you're on Medicaid, and otherwise, it's just going to come out of your bank account. I mean, that's what that's what a lot of the critics of repealing no fault have have talked about that this just leads to bankruptcies. Um, and so, but it, so for for employers uh, specifically, they ought to know about. Um, that if we get rid of auto no fault, it's very likely their health insurance is going to have to pick up more of the tab uh, for these costs. Uh, so and so Gil, Dan Gilbert himself is going to be more exposed um, when this, if and when this law is is repealed. But is it possible right now that we're we're picking up the tab uh, both in the auto insurance that we buy and in the health insurance that we pay for? Well, that is that's certainly uh, the the argument is that people are double paying and specifically senior citizens. So, so mm. something's interesting when when you're you're 65 and you retire from a job that had a health care plan that coordinates benefits. A lot of seniors see their 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 auto insurance rates go up uh, when they go to Medicare because um, they have uh, they've been get, enjoying this discount uh, for coordination of benefits through their health insurance, and Medicare doesn't allow that. Um, so 
So they, and that's one of the arguments that met, that seniors also are already kind of double paying for for personal injury protection because they got they've got Medicare um, and it will cover some things, not everything uh, the auto mill fault covers, but um, but the same, but for your just basic injuries, um, it will cover it, and yet they're at, they're required to to buy this. Uh, uh, unlimited medical benefit plan, which which personal injury protection is by and large the largest portion of of your auto insurance uh, premium, particularly in Metro Detroit. Yeah, it speaks to the complexity of this issue uh, very much so that this isn't. I mean, insurance is hard enough for the average person to understand, and even apparently for policymakers to do, but. To the inter, you know, the interplayed nature between different types of insurance. Uh, I mean, has has this has this suggestion gone over uh, in Lansing? Have you heard from any policymakers who said that they didn't even think about this before? Yeah, I, I mean, a couple of them uh, replied on Twitter yesterday that they had they hadn't considered this, or they or this is just some area that they hadn't even looked into, and and to make things even more complicated. Some of these big employers that do not allow um, uh, coordination of benefits and, and like 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 uh, uh, Quicken Loans, they are on what is known as ERISA plans. They're federally regulated health insurance plans. or self-funded mm-hmm. is another word for it. Um, and so one of the one of the complexities here is if we get rid of auto no fault, uh, these ERISA plans cannot be forced by a state to to take take care of of auto injuries. Um, uh, the state insurance department and state insurance law can only regulate and mandate uh, uh, state um, uh, issued um, state regulated health plans. And so there's a whole bunch of big employers in Michigan, big multi-state or multinational employers that have ERISA plans that self-fund their insurance, and they will not be um, you know, brought into that. So we'll have this system where we might just have we can have an island of people, um, particularly uh, people that work for big corporations, uh, who are not uh, who are not going to have a backstop of health insurance automatically unless their employer opts in to cover um, medical yeah. injuries uh, yeah. in, in the event that we get rid of, of personal injury protection. So that, that's another, uh, Kelly, it's another layer here where it's just that, of complexity that that legislators are going to have to sort out if they, if, if they decide that it's time just to scrap this law altogether. Ray is on our line and wants to weigh in on the conversation. Ray, good morning. Good, good morning there. Hey, good morning, Chair. Yeah, uh, Tech, can you speak on the, uh, the Michigan Auto Insurance Placement Facility it's a state uh, safety net for high-risk drivers in terms of uh, how they can access coverage. But they're working with, uh, I think it's a four major insurance companies where the state and insurance companies are actually setting the rates. It's just not the insurance companies setting, I mean, setting the rates, but the state are setting the rates for high-risk drivers under that Michigan Auto Insurance Placement Facility. Can you speak in, in terms of your understanding of that? Chad, do you yeah, know anything? So the Mich- yeah, the Michigan Auto Insurance Placement Facility is something the legislature created as the insurer of last resort so that if you cannot get auto insurance, you, let's just say you've been driving without auto insurance for a couple of years and you decide uh, you want to, you, you, you're making more money now, you want to, you want to get buy auto insurance and get covered um, and, and stop risking it, 
The problem is is that you are automatically deemed a high-risk uh, driver, or you've got a lot of, of, of speeding tickets. You're also deemed a high-risk driver, and so, so, I mean, some insurance companies will just not insure you. So you go to the, to the Michigan Auto Insurance Placement Facility, and they sell you a plan that is some uh, carrier's plan, but it's really usually pretty darn expensive. And it also requires like a large down payment. Um, I mean, this this is this is what has kind of spurred uh, this was what what a couple of several years ago spurred the creation of seven day auto insurance plans for people to get around that. Um, but yeah, it, and so people have to put down sometimes. 25 to 50 percent down payment on the six-month plan you're talking about a six-month plan is $2,500 uh, that can be quite a burden for uh, for for the working poor um, but and that's typically sometimes who people are are you know they didn't have insurance so now they're trying to get insurance and just to get insurance it's quite it's quite a, 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 a hassle you have to go six months before you finally get a discount for actually having an established so, insurance record so Chad we're an outlier we are double the national average in our insurance rates. Why can't we simply pick a state that's similar to ours in demographics, say Ohio or Wisconsin or what have you, and mimic their plan and put their plan in place? I mean, most states don't pay this high of insurance rates. Why don't we just do what other states do? Yeah, we we can certainly do that, Nolan. Uh, I mean, but, you know, the politics of it in Lansing have have been that there are just two entrenched camps: folks that are sort of in the camp with the insurance companies, and folks that are in, in camp with the medical providers, and the personal injury attorneys. So both sides are making lots of money on this system, and the status quo uh, has been, you know, holding strong for several years. So, so do so you expect us that, to go to the ballot, Chad? Well, I, I would expect if we don't if we don't get action before Labor Day, then I would expect that Dan Gilbert and other uh, other businesses decide to try to put this on the ballot next year. And yeah. can they come up with an agreement on what the proposal should look like? <laughs> well, I mean that's the uh, that's the rub. I mean, it, and the other the other component here, the other factor is this federal judge. That's uh, that's uh, overseeing this lawsuit that the mayor Mike Duggan brought, who's already made comments on the bench that uh, you know that, that the uh, uh, the state of an insurance in, uh, system is disgraceful, um, and so uh, or shameful I think is his, was his words. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, if, if there's if it goes to the ballot, I think it's for, it's a repeal. Um, I'm not sure if there's a repeal and replace. You can have a situation like uh, Brooks Patterson did with uh, the single business tax, just repeal it and then force the legislature and the governor to make take action uh, mm-hmm. next year or 2021. Um, but uh, you could have um, some kind of a, a one-year phase-out and basically give give the legislature a deadline. That's part of what the strategy has been for Mayor Duggan is to get this federal judge to rule on the constitutionality of the system and enforce the legislature and the governor to act within six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, sort of uh, the, the, both these, uh, both these uh, scenarios are kind of the chaos strategy. Um, just, just basically get either the voters or, or, or the federal the federal bench to, to, to inject chaos into the system or chaos in Lansing in order to try to bring sanity to the system. Chad Good, thanks for joining us this morning. Chad's uh, with Cranes Detroit Business. You can read his work there at cranesdetroit.com. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, guys.